Okay, Brett, how are the levels? Great. Yeah? Yep. Prepped everything. We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. How'd the last one come out? Uh, I think it was, I think it was pretty good. Good, I think we right? can do better, yeah. E- even better this yes, time? Yes, yeah. All right. A challenge accepted, yeah. Brett. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm Sean Clements. Welcome to my master class. Bang. Yes. We talked about storytelling, didn't we? Uh, I think we attempted, yeah. Yeah, and we talked about writing, huh? Yeah, we we were trying to get into that. Yeah. And we've been pretty serious about writing so far, haven't we? Uh, I I guess we're attempting to. Pretty serious, yeah. Some of those stories that we talked about, the piss-drinking robot or... um, you know, some of the things we said about the Beetlejuice man and some of the things that, uh, you know, we've discussed that we're sort of on a more serious side, uh, intention, obstacle, these things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the I didn't think of the piss drinking robot as... Pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah I suppose that was a drama. Well, he has an I, intention and an mm-hmm. obstacle. Yeah. So, so, you know, we've discussed some of these things, uh, but writing can be kind of funny, can't it? Sure. It's a big part of I'll say, I'll the say, whole I'll, I'll save you. I'll save you. I can see you're struggling. It can. So we have a, <laughs> we have a guest here um, who's just one of these guys who's absolutely kicking the in this town you know when you see someone and every time you see them they're making a deal shaking a hand signing a contract and they're kicking ass and they're smashing the game and they're next level they're the next generation of punk rock renegade artists who also can crack you up um, and this is a guy and he's doing funny and he's doing writing and he actually does both. So you remember what we talked about a little while ago where writing can actually be kind of funny, can't it? Yeah. And I'll save you. It can. Right. Um, we just talked about that. This guy embodies that. Patrick Walsh. Say hi, Pat. Hi, Pap. Guess I'll start that. things off with a joke. Um, uh, yeah, that's a perfect example <laughs> of what we're talking about today. Did you like that, Bay? I guess it's sort of classic, a classic kind of joke. Huh. Mm. Okay. okay, like a new classic? Because I just made it up, so. It was on the spot. It was on the spot. We saw him create me? it. Brett. That was on the spot? You loved it, right? <laughs> oh, my God. He had to actually push the mic away. Um, yeah. You know, I didn't hear a lie in that intro. Uh, I, I try to be modest when I can, but that was all pretty accurate, I mm. feel like. Um, but I don't want you to be intimidated by me. I want to make sure that this is just very 
Well, because Pat started off just like you. Just like you. Uh, it uh, was, uh, you know, it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we talk about, How old you know, are you? Go ahead. Me, I'm 35. Oh, okay. So I'm like a year older than you and significantly more successful at this. So I, I guess don't look at me as a, as a friend or an equal because that's not the case. I was thinking, and this is a compliment because I see you looking hurt a little bit. I was thinking you were like 25 because you're a good looking guy. You look young. But you are past your prime when I hear the age. Right, yeah. And past mm-hmm. the time when most people would break into a, a comedy writing type scenario. Okay, well, I, yeah, I, I wasn't, I kind of didn't, you guys sort of sprang this on me. I didn't realize we were jumping into comedy writing today. Well, you know, we're doing a class about writing, mm-hmm. um, and there are different kinds of writing. And we talked some about some more serious stuff last class, didn't we? Right, the piss-drinking robot. Mm-hmm. And, and today, we're going to kind of admit, uh, I think Pat just showed us, <laughs> writing can be pretty funny, huh? Yeah, he did. He did the joke where he said hi. And even in dramas and serious movies, we sometimes are going to want to have a big laugh to break it up and release some of that tension. Some of the some of the best, most classic movies that you think of as serious had some pretty funny parts. And it's often what you remember. What's the part you remember the most out of Casablanca? Uh, What's the part you remember? When when he says round up the usual suspects. That's that and that's a joke. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's here. He is in a different movie, an old movie, and he's referencing a pretty modern movie. Oh, I don't think that's a reference to the movie Usual Suspects. I think they got the the title Usual Suspects from Casablanca. What do you you remember about uh, Schindler's List? Probably the girl in the red The red coat, yeah. Red coat, yeah. Because it's surprising. Comedy is only surprise. Were you surprised when he said, hi, Pat, instead of just saying hi? You look surprised. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I I just kind of thought it was- Shock my fucking shoes off, brother. I thought it was funny in in sort of an ironic way because it's it's sort of like an old-timey joke. It's kind of like a vaudeville-y thing to say. You can also take comedy seriously. Mm. And let that sink in because um, comedy, while it is funny, needs to be taken seriously mm. to work. Um, so when we're talking about these these dramatic movies, like you remember in Philadelphia, we were talking about that before the show. Mm. Tom Hanks is going up to take the stand and he trips and falls in that pie. That's what I remember. You got to lighten this stuff up. But, but – Comedy, you also have to darken up and bring your own personal okay. experiences. And it was so surprising that when that happened. And comedy, I, I at know, its core, is surprise. Sh- that's exactly right. Uh, what's the most surprising thing I could do with this glass of water? Is it to drink it? It that would no, that would be the least surprising thing. Is I'd it do. to stick my dick in it and pretend that my dick is drinking it? That would be surprising, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not the most surprising thing. So it's funny. It's comedy. But the most surprising thing is going to be even funnier. And what do you think that would be? Um, I don't know. Throwing it at Brett. Mm-hmm. With all this electrical yeah, equipment? Yeah, all this equipment here. Brett, what do you think about that? You think that? killing, it's, it's killing Brett up. would be funny? 
I, I'm just you saying it would be surprising. It would be a very surprising thing. Humiliating. So this is a good. So this is a good lesson to get into right away, which is yes, you want to surprise people, but you don't want your humor to be so dark that you turn off most of the audience. So the idea of like what it would be surprising to do with this glass of water, oh, I'll stick my dick in and pretend my dick is thirsty. Okay, that's funny. It's funny to mm-hmm. kill Brett with it, which was yeah. your idea. That's maybe a little too dark. I mean, your audience here is three people. We all hated it. So, mm. uh, you know, first step up to the plate, swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. What do you find funny? That might help uh, to know, like, what makes you laugh. Ah, song parodies. Uh, n- I mean, just kind of uh, hanging around with my friends. Um, so n- you said no? <laughs> no, I'm not a huge song parody guy. What's a song you like? Just give me a song. Um, I don't know. Born in the USA. Okay. Yeah. You ever hear Born in East LA? Uh, is that Cheech? That's right. Merritt's, uh, uh, Maybe Paul Rodriguez, but it might've been Cheech. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter who the author is. Who we remember is the iconic song. Yeah. Born in East LA. Did you not, now this is a little off topic. Did you know that Born in the USA, actually it partially critical of the USA and, and its governmental policies. Yeah. A lot I of people know that. think it's a big fist pumper. Right. But Bruce was doing what we're talking about in comedy. You slide in with a little something different, a little surprise. And, co- and, and, and comedy can do that. Comedy can make an important point. Like, Hey, some of this USA laws, maybe freaking take a look at that. Right. And that's why Bruce Springsteen is so funny. Mm-hmm. He's one of my main comedic influences. Mm-hmm. I would say born in the UTI. We could do, okay. you know what I mean? Like okay. now that's about, I'm mm. bacteria. I live in your pee hole, you know, maybe right. I'm even escaping into the water glass that from the joke we were doing earlier. Right. And now all of a sudden this song that you liked that was already kind of funny is becoming hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Corn, corn in the USA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Somebody's yeah. getting it. Somebody's, I just wanted to take a shot. Getting Somebody's it. getting it in a big way. Yeah. And, so, okay. and then corn subsidies in the US are a big pro- you know, big problem over production of corn. Yeah. It gets yeah. into all that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's very uh, Did you corn know that? syrup. Thanks for the uh, yeah, thanks for the kernel of wisdom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're and we're oh riffing, and this is what it feels yeah. like when you yeah. get going, man. I mean, <sighs> Jesus Christ. Uh you, you got your uh ears peeled <laughs> for this. It's <laughs> 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 a corn. Look, look at his face. Aw right. shucks, he's saying. Oh, oh shucks. shucks. Oh saying. shucks. <laughs> hey, I hope it's not too corny for you. So what do you and your friends laugh about? Yeah, what do your friends your friends laugh about? If it's not song parodies. I'm, I'm wondering. Yeah. Is, I, your husky friends. In. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Did you hear I said I'm amazed? Oh, <laughs> sure. The, yeah. the Native American word for corn. Uh, usually it's just kind of anecdotes and stuff. So anecdotes, Stories about anecdotes. what's been happening in their day mm-hmm. today. Anecdotes. Well, you can use your life in your comedy and your writing. You absolutely can. Now, when you need, sorry, when you say anecdotes, is it when you've been poisoned? And you need the anecdote. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's a different. I think that's uh, antidotes. You think, but you don't know. Well, we want to be sure. I guess we want to be, be sure. About it. it's, you're, you're thinking of are doing comedy. We don't want to be guessing. You know, you got to know. You got to know, and I can see by your face, my friend. You don't know. You don't know. Mm-mm. You don't know for sure. We got into this. Just we touched on it, but you know, Pat said. 
you know, he started out just like you, not like you now, but like you at some point. And he had 10, 12 years ago, no talent, nothing, not a speck. And me neither. Not talented at all. The best thing you can have is no talent. To start with nothing, that's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? If I was a great singer, I wouldn't necessarily be uh, doing all these funny song parodies because I'd just do a real song. But because I can't sing in a traditional way, I'm forced to become creative and become comedic. And do these songs where instead of born in the USA, I'm corn in the USA and you're keeping your ears peeled and oh shucks, he's saying it's too corny for him. And the kernel really of- peels corn. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? What do you mean? I mean, don't you shuck corn? Don't you? Well, that's why I said all oh, shucks. But Yeah. But you don't really peel it. Describe right? shucking. What is it? I mean, it is. You're, you're peeling it, but yeah, nobody- Yeah, peeling it. Right. End of conversation. Okay. okay. I'm just saying. And again, you sort it's of start out, out, right? And this is like the anecdote thing where he's correcting me. Yeah. Well, But he can't find his fucking asshole with both hands. Here's where I'm thrown, Sean, uh, is that I was told when you placed the call to me that this was a master class. So now we've got a an apprentice at best. Uh, oh, sorry. We're the masters. No, I know. But yeah. I, I'm saying we're being questioned by... A guy who doesn't know what he's and doing. This, and this came up a little bit in the first class that I did okay. with him. And, right. and that's sort of why we had to do it. And this class ultimately, you know, yeah. is going to be free unless he decides he wants another one, in which case he'll have to pay for both. And he will. Okay. Yeah. He will want that. He will, no, he'll, he'll need so, it. This is I'm sorry. Yeah, different. you're uh, a master song parody artist. I, I did. I'm a master comedic man. He's saying use your limitations and your weaknesses as strengths. Okay. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. And that should make you the strongest man alive because there's a lot of weakness to play with here. Mm-hmm. Because, it, it, you know, starting out with nothing forces you to be creative. And so you got to be so fucking creative, dude. I mean, holy shit. This you should, you should right now anything. not be listening to us. You should be creating in your mind. And I can tell you're just kind of yeah, doing be, neither, you be know? rude. Well, I'm trying to listen to you. <clears throat> All right. How many notepads do you have? I forget. I, I have my phone. It has a note. Oh, boy. I, mm. I write the notes mm, on my mm, phone. Mm, okay. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Okay. Millennials. Moving on. Uh, no, he's not. He was a millennial 25 years ago. You heard the age. <laughs> no. I know, but it's, but he, it's, but not, it's not an excuse. But he's trying to act like one. Yeah. All right. Truly. We're all the same age. <laughs> right. What's something you truly suck at? That it might be funny to see you try to do that. Like, I, you know, I can admit I'm not a great singer. I'm okay, but, you know, I need to juice you it up a little bit. You're better yeah, than you think. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, I, you know, I can admit that. So maybe it would be funny to see you try to do something you really suck at, that you suck shit, and you fucking try to do that. Could be funny, right? Yeah, just doing that, like, on stage. I, I wasn't really planning on... Mm-hmm. Doing like a performance piece. I, I, well, you're so. going. You're you're always going to need to perform, even if you're a writer. There's the pitch meetings with the executives. There's being in the room, and Pat can speak to this yeah. because he runs a room because he is actually an executive producer on shows. And he, if you picture in the part EP, of uh, if it's easier for you, 
That might be faster to yeah. say. And if you can picture in a scene uh, in like a Saving Private Ryan movie where somebody's been shot and they scream out, medic, Pat's in there and the script's been shot and he's screaming out, comedic, because he <laughs> needs a comedic line. That's that's clever. To sort of finish the scene. And he needs, you know, that's where you would step in. You'd be so the Giovanni Ribisi or something like that. And you'd, and you'd have your little kit of tools that we're trying to provide you with where you could take out, oh, this guy, you know, this script is beyond saving and we need to just give it some morphine or something. Or this script, I'm going to stitch it up and uh, sell one of my jokes, one of my famous jokes. Just do a joke for us now just so we can have a baseline. Just... And it's a no judgment zone. Just tell us a joke, no judgment zone, and we'll discuss it. It's for any, yeah. Okay, I, I don't, I mean, I don't have a, a bunch of n- jokes in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't you get out that notepad you don't have? Mm-hmm. And this is, See, we, there we remember go. earlier when we wanted you to have a notepad? Or several? Yeah, yeah a couple seconds ago, yeah, Pat asked me how many notebooks I have. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. You know I, my, I never need to charge my notebook. You know, if, I, if I'm on the subway, I think of a great joke and my, my notebook isn't dead. You know, mm-hmm. that never happens to me. I can just write in it. I never I forget want. the password to my notebook. That's exactly right. You know what I mean? You forget the password to your phone sometimes? All the time. All the time. I don't because I put the password in my notebook. Yeah. One of many. Mm-hmm. Make us laugh. No judgment zone. No judgment Give us a joke. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of a joke. I think there's um, there's a guy who has a monkey caught in his tree, and so his he, tree. Go ahead. No judgment. Yeah, he's got a he's got a monkey in his tree in his backyard. So he calls a uh, a zookeeper to come get the monkey. And the zookeeper shows up, and he has. I'm a, with you. It's a little long, but I'm with you. Okay. Well, you, you've heard uh, brevity is the soul of wit, correct? Mm-hmm. You know I'm what confused. brevity means. You can look that up on your phone. What? Well, what does brevity mean? It means short. You remember the first joke he did? Hi, Pat. Pretty quick. About as quick a joke as you can do. Mm-hmm. I'll get it down to one word if I have to, but I like a two-three. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought you were going to get that specific joke down to one word. No, 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 Bazinga. There you Just go. the one. Great. Um, All right. Ma- man, okay, monkey in a tree. Man, okay, monkey. Calls a zookeeper. No, no judgment zone. Love this scenario. No yes. judgment. Yeah. Okay, so he calls a zookeeper, and the zookeeper shows up with a uh, a stick, mm-hmm. a gun, and a, an angry dog. Holy shit. Oh, and boy. again, this is like with the, we wanted me to kill Brett with the water. Yeah. And it gets a little dark. And really, when we talk about being comedic, we're talking about making people laugh and not necessarily be scared. That's right. Okay. Well, you know, I'm, I, I'm shocked that I even remember this joke. Shocked? That's good. He got it down to one word. He got it down to one word. He got, yeah, he's doing a one word. And his is so fast. And I'm laughing my fucking tits off, brother. Finish your joke, and it's a no judgment zone. I want you to go ahead and get get through it. Get to the end. So he said, "The zookeeper tells the guy, all right, this is what I'm going to do.' I'm gonna What's climb. the guy like? What's he like? Oh no, he's just well, just you're a you, writer. You're giving me this character. You, you uh, need, do I know you, anything about? You actually need to know. Okay, well, you want me to make it shorter." <laughs> 
But now you want me to add a backstory to this guy? Well, you should. All right. Okay. The you, guy. You can tell the joke yeah. in a way where you say the guy shows up and we mm. immediately get a picture. Mm-hmm. You did not do that. Mm-hmm. Zookeeper. Okay. Whether it, and whether it's an accent or whether it's just a tone or judgment. Sure. And you can use some of the acting training that we gave you in the last class for this. You know what I mean? Okay. To, to sort of work on your delivery a little bit, right? Because you are performing even though you're writing. Okay, sure. The guy um, has a Southern accent. He's from uh, Texas and he owns a Seven Eleven franchise. This better not be an Indian accent. It's not. Okay. Because that's something else we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Some of your humor. I, those were not my choices in the previous class. I, I didn't want to do ethnic. And you're Sebastian the Crab. Yeah. So it's, it's feeling very long now, but. Yeah, it's, it is feeling long. So just, 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 so honestly, just get to that punchline. Tell me a little bit about the zookeeper and then let's get to the end of the joke. Tom, the great Tom Petty used to say, don't bore us, get to the chorus. You know, mm-hmm. R.I.P. That's what I'm saying to you now. And you Don't know, bore us. Get to that chorus. You know what else you say? Dancing at the zombie zoo. <laughs> so is this the zookeeper from there? Yeah. Something to think about. You could tie it into that song. Dancing at the zombie zoo. Mm-hmm. It was a regular saying of his. You know what else he huh. used to say? I think I've taken too many pills. R.I.P. T.P. See, now that seems very dark very to dark. me. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Pat's no. not... First of all, he said that. Secondly, he, I went there. Hashtag I went there. Pat's not killing somebody with water the way you wanted me to physically murder Brett. Pat's acknowledging a truth in our society. I mean, we have to admit that Opioid. people die. We don't need to kill them. Opioid epidemic. We don't want to want to kill them. You know, that's your joke. But the joke of saying like, hey, there's some gallows humor to be had here. Uh, I'm at some point, unfortunately, going to pass away. Just to clarify, I just said, throw your water at Brett. I, I, In the middle of friggin' electrical zoo. He's wearing electrical headphones. So, you, I mean, it's, I'm picturing yeah. like a- It's at the least expensive and it's at the most a freaking death. At the very least, you want to humiliate me. We got everyone. That's another thing. That's another that thing. fun for you? That you think the engineer should be covered in water. Try punching up. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Throw the water at Pat. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. This is my boss. Okay. I, Just throwing water everywhere. You you heard them say, I, I, I can actually get you a comedy writing job. I'm an EP, but you're going to kill me. So that might not be the best. From a business standpoint, that doesn't seem. Okay. Yeah, hey, it seems like the kind of thing smart. you'd want to learn. Throw hey, the water at me. Hey, why, don't, why don't we uh, Throw push, the water at yeah, you? Throw the water at me. Funnier. Yeah, I like it. I like it. But this is why we do the class, right? Yeah. To find what works. Joke's feeling real long now, though. Could we... You want to... Yeah. Okay, so the zookeeper says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to climb up the tree. I'm going to poke the monkey with the stick. This dog... Gay zookeeper? Sure. Well, He's... then let me hear it. <laughs> well, all right. He, he just sounds... Uh, he doesn't sound like flamboyant. He just sounds like a... Well, no, why would he? Well, you guys implied you, I should change my voice because he's a gay zoo. No, not, we said not, let me hear. It. We, not we just, just flamboyant. That's no, interesting. Nobody, Jesus. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> we actually uh, work with a lot of those, those guys, and we actually really like those guys. Yeah. So. Okay. I, I, so do I. Just as funny. Good. Yeah. Hilarious. Sometimes funnier. Mm. I agree. 
So the zookeeper says, I'm going to climb up the tree. I'm going to knock the monkey out of the tree with the stick. Then this dog has been trained to lock onto the genitals of the monkey and he'll be paralyzed. And so the guy says, yeah, but what's the gun for? The zookeeper says, well, if I fall out of the tree first, shoot the dog. Sean, can I ask you a quick question off mic? Absolutely, yeah. Is this kid for real? He seems to think so. And it's part of what I've been going through with him. And it's why I like having sometimes a guest lecturer here. Because maybe I've been too soft with him and, and oh, let him oh, be a little too comfortable. I think so. Yeah. I'm not saying, uh, you know, bring in a J.K. Simmons. To, mm-hmm. to whiplash him, mm-hmm. but you got to find. This is not my tempo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what clearly what you're you're doing, and no offense to you. Um, hey, I can take it. I'm a big boy. I see, I see, unlike unlike Bang, I can take a note. I see it's a lost cause, but I, it, what what's happening is not working. I, I couldn't follow that joke. Well, I, you guys did interrupt it several times. Um, I, I uh, hey, you guys asked me to to just tell you guys a joke out of nowhere. That was the yeah, best. We didn't want that joke. And look, it's a no judgment zone. Oh, but I no judgment at all. I just I have I don't know that I've heard a less funny joke. Like a little kid could come in here and tell a joke that would get more laughs. And they practically did. Remember when Brett said uh, uh, shucking or something? Shucking. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it it, does, c- it seems kind of like you're judging me. Mm. You know it what? It does seem like we're in a judgment zone. Well, let's just let's just talk structurally about some stuff. Okay. We're going to want the punchline at the end. Sure. And what might make it funnier, what might make it funnier is if you explain to us what's funny about it. That, that is that might, always an interesting exercise. Just get together with your friends and just talk about comedy, some of your favorite jokes. And you'll be surprised where you end up. Okay, I kind of thought the punchline was at the end there. But what was funny about what's it? What's funny? Tell, tell us. Help us see. Help us laugh. What's funny? I guess it's the the surprise. The, the zookeeper's so flamboyant. That's not okay. I think what might be happening here is generally he tells the joke in a big flamboyant voice that people laugh mm-hmm. at, and when he's removed from that tool, yeah, there's nothing there. We find that actually the content of the joke isn't there, and so you know we can talk about that because of course you are trained as an actor, uh, and. Uh, one thing that can happen, and Pat can speak to this happening in writers' rooms, is that when someone is so skilled at delivery and uh, is doing a funny voice or um, is performing in mm. such a way that it overshadows the material, you get some false positives, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. You ever show up on set and realize, hey, wait a minute, this wasn't funny. It was just the guy saying it. The guy said it in a funny way, and I, I was fooled. You mm-hmm. know? Um you, you your can, issue is you, is, your, is you don't have the material or the or the performance. You're not going to fool people. Yeah, it seems like if it's funny, if the guy says it in a funny way on set, isn't it fine? On set, sure, but we're talking about when you're writing. Okay, you're not on set, right? That's long gone. Okay, right. We kiss that goodbye. All right. Sometimes when, when my writers will turn a script into me, there'll be an extensive audio file, um, so I can hear how each line would be read mm-hmm. as I go through it, and that that helps, but. We're saying you got to have one, the other, or ideally, in the case of myself and Sean, both. You have neither. You don't have the performative aspects or the quality of the content. 
And you got to just strengthen one, you know? You know, and, and it's not easy to get in front of people necessarily to your heroes and tell jokes. And we can relate to that because I'll be honest and I'll say something I maybe haven't said before on this mic. I'm shy. I'm an introvert. I mean, at the end of the day, aren't Pat, aren't most creatives actually introverts? I sat in my car 45 minutes in tears before coming in. Weeping. Uh, Weeping. Because I, I don't like being around people. You have to overcome that. That seems a lot. There's something else going on besides being an introvert. No. No, that's just being shy. No. And it's being a creative. And so I have such a I, I feel like you don't cry and you're not shy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would never consider myself an extrovert, but I, I don't cry in my car before I have to see people. In order to get up the okay. courage to come in here and do that really funny joke where I talked about making my uh, dick look like it's drinking a glass of water. I had right. to scream at myself in the mirror this morning for over an hour and punish myself. Again, this because does, I am I'm an introvert. It doesn't you know? seem like what an tears of a clown. It doesn't tears seem of a clown. Like being shy or antisocial, cool. screaming at yourself in the mirror, is, it seems very unhealthy. Like you, you might have some deeper psychological. Problems or trauma. Yeah, Did Robin Williams have deep psychological problems? Yeah, no, he, he was suffered a, from uh, like massive un, depression. Unhealthy all the way to the bank. He killed himself. He's rich as hell. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll agree to how disagree much money do you there. Have? How, mu- how much money? I don't have Robin Williams level money. Okay. Yeah, okay. I could have guessed that. Maybe that's because you're not sh- as shy as you could be. Yeah. Uh, yes. Creatives have a rich internal world, and writing and performing is a way to pour that out because they can't interact with other human beings in any normal way, and that's what makes them cool and creative, okay? So I see you out going on a date, talking to a girl, hanging out with your friends, doing anecdotes, and I'm going, hey, this guy's not creative. He's just some fucking schmuck. How do you get in my class? You asked me to take it. I mean, right there, f- friends. Mm-hmm. A, a shy guy is not going to have a bunch of friends that sit around Mm-mm. having a nice time. No. Shy guy's going to stay home, going to be sad, going to yell in the mirror, going to punch shy. his chest. I don't think you guys are shy. I mean, you're you're both <laughs> talk a lot. You're You're... Pretty outgoing. Well, I guess who'd know us better than this guy I just met, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good this is a good person to diagnose yeah. it. You know, Bang, I'm sorry. It just you we've talked a little bit about this, but you keep mm. questioning us, right? Would you admit that you do that? Yeah, I'm in my experience, you've given me a lot of bad advice, like when you told me to go to a meeting and um Bring a brick, brick and say that's the first brick in Trump's wall. Yeah, I, I think that was bad advice. Did you try it? I didn't try that. These okay. are big money corporations. They they probably you know support the right leaning side of things. So yeah, if you had said this is the first brick in Trump's wall, and I'm going to start a revolution, uh, that maybe would have gotten you a job. We wouldn't be here having to pivot so desperately. Mm-hmm. But 
as you question our advice and you question what we're doing, if you want to do it with me, that's fine. I'm comfortable. But when you do it to my friend Patrick, I think you're discounting the contributions he's made to the comedic landscape. And I didn't want to have to list off his resume necessarily. I'm not talking about the shows he's worked on. Everybody knows the shows he's worked on. But the jokes that he's written Mm. that are part of the fabric of the USA that you cherish so much, you know, born in the USA. I put it together. Yeah. So let's just run it down. Let's just run it down. Let's see of the big jokes that are so funny. Which ones are your boy? Let's think about it. Uh, He's standing right behind me. Isn't he? That was your boy. That was your boy. Remember, you ever think about that one? It's like, uh, he's disgusting, he's despicable, and he's standing right behind me, isn't he? That was your boy. boy. Okay, so Patrick's my boys. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, just to clarify. Good good talk at the end of maybe a bad talk. Maybe you and I have an exchange, and and I go like, hey, screw you, and get out of here, and I walk away, and you're standing there, and you go, good talk. That was your boy? That was your boy. Yeah. The JJ was you, right? JJ was your boy. Yeah. Food baby. That went well. Was your boy. That went well. That was your boy. Food baby. That something was your went boy. Not, something goes not well. And then you go, huh, that went well. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's seeped into the drama world. Did you mm-hmm. do, I just threw up in my mouth a little. That was not your boy. That wasn't your boy. That wasn't your boy. That was just not your boy. Just peed a little. I just peed a little. Was your boy. Yeah. That was your boy. Um, I did uh, spoiler alert. Was your boy. Um Awkward. Awkward. Awkward was your boy, and I had an assist on it though. Um, and the assist was a young Tim Allen. That was that was home improvement. Mm-hmm. Oh, Awkward. Wow. Mm-hmm. I said awk, and he joined me, and so he, he takes partial credit for that. Um, what else? What else do we do? Laffy McLaffrey, you know something McSomething. Yeah, something McSomething. Sherzen. That was your boy. That was your boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Did your boy do? This is why we can't have nice things. Your boy was there in the room when this is why we can't have nice things started, wow. but I can't take credit for that one either. Um, but I have a list somewhere. That went well. I already said that went yeah, well. Okay. So like you saying that went well, that went well. Just use it right here. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and you see how the stuff, what, what your boy, check please. Check please was right. your boy. Um, Lady boner. Was that your boy? Lady Boner was my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Lady Boner was my ex-wife. Gotta uh, give it credit. And who better would know, you know? Well, she, yeah, she got that in the divorce. She got Lady Boner. But between you and me, that was your boy, too. I have to, I'm legally required to say that that was her job. Who are you and what have you done with Bang Raj, man? That was your boy. You know, if you came in and did something out of character, if you just came in and went like, hey, guys, I uh, hope you don't mind. I did all the dishes and made the bed. And yeah. then I'm your roommate and you've been sloppy. And I go, who are you and what have you done with Bang Raj, man? That, that was, was your, your boy. boy. I did uh, ever notice how you never see something and something in the same room at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, that was your boy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, can't unsee that. Can't unsee that was your boy. That was your sure. boy. Shut, was shut your the front boy. door was was you. Shut the front door. Shut the front door. door. That was during my drug phase, but I think that was your boy. And by blank, I mean blank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. That was your boy. So it's like if you would go, uh, you would go, 
maybe you combine them. Here you go. That went well. And by well, I mean terribly. Yeah. <laughs> that was your boy. I started, uh, that's not a thing. That mm-hmm. was me. That was your boy. That's not a thing. Yep. Yep. Redonculus, that was your boy. Redonculus was your boy. Yes. That just happened. Your boy. So there's that. Why are we whispering? Why are we whispering? Hashtag your boy on that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, go sports. Oh, sports. sports go sports, sports ball. ball movement. Sports ball sports was ball movement absolutely your boy. Invented by your boy. Your boy like, did thanks, Obama. We talked a little bit about political comedy, but thanks, we, Obama. Your boy wow. did thanks, Obama. That's like that was your boy, Sergeant Peppers. Thank you. Thank you. Who hurt you? Who hurt you was your boy. That was your boy. Um, Here's one of our more interesting patients. Sure. Your boy. <laughs> not not overly proud of that one. All, <laughs> all the feels. All the I feels. I believe was your boy. I know was your boy because I remember that vividly. I lost my virginity on the day I came up with all the, all the feels. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's very recent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well. Mm-hmm. Shots fired. Shots fired was, was your, your boy, boy as well. I'll show myself so, out. So, yeah, and that was your boy. So, you know, when you look at some of the stuff that was your boy, you start to realize that you're standing before a giant. And maybe when you ask a question like, hey, why are you trying to make me do a freaking racist voice? Mm-hmm. Or um, yeah. why do you want me to... Uh, um, just tell you a joke out of nowhere. It's right. because maybe he's trying to help you. Okay. Spoiler alert. I am. That was your boy. Well, thanks, Patrick. Do you know about the different kinds of jokes? Like, what's your mm. favorite kind mm. of joke? I got a quick list of a few different joke types. Okay. You know, that's just like uh, the reverse the opposite, the switcheroo, the backwards those the are all inverted the joke. Sure. Yeah. Mm, these are yeah. These are the different types. Yeah. Where you sort of surprise someone. But what's your favorite style of joke? Like, what's the kind of joke that makes you laugh? I mean, I, again, probably personal stories. I mm-hmm. I, I don't really know. I, I said this before. I wish, personal stories. Yeah, I, I don't know. We're talking like Birbiglia style. Um, don't think twice. I. Guess kind of that style, weekend not live. that, n- not that movie specifically. What's your favorite weekend live joke from Don't Think Twice? From the movie Don't Think mm-hmm. Twice, yeah. I I don't remember the the jokes within their fake SNL mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. that they had mm-hmm. in the movie. It had another style though, the impression. You know, she did Jenna Rollins. Mm-hmm. Let's hear your Jenna Rollins. Yeah, my. Gener- we'll just we'll pick somebody that everybody does. Yeah, kind of a classic. It was an easy one, and what was her impression? General Owens. General Owens. General. Jenna General. Rollins. Oh, General, General Rollins. Rollins. Okay, yeah. She from was in the, the John Cassavetes camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't really do a, a, an impression of her. Um, do an impression of a young General Rollins. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like '76, 1976, mm-hmm. um, and she's an umpire at a baseball game. Uh, strike. Oh my God. How's that? Wow. That was really I don't good. see how this helps my writing that gr- that much. That was actually really good. But we had to walk you to it. And my concern is when removed from our guidance. 
you might not be able to do something like this because it, cause, you know you get in the writer's room and you do that strike line you did mm-hmm. <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like <laughs> but buddy hey pal pull up a chair next to me but buddy we're not gonna be there yeah okay. unfortunately you're gonna have to and I gotta stuff. tell you from what I've seen you're not gonna be there <clears throat> you're not gonna be there do you know, again? This seems kind of like a judgment zone. I, I thought we were sort this of judgment free no zone. No, there's no judgment free zone. It does yeah. seem like there's a lot of judgment taking. The only place. judge in this zone is uh, the General Roland's umpire. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's judging the strike zone. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. So I'm using what we. So maybe tell that joke back to me, but do it as Chris Rock. Just saying, strikes Chris Rock. Yeah, as yeah. him. Okay, strike. Okay. All right. Um, can we hear it as Apu from The Simpsons? You know, I feel like you guys are baiting me into some baiting. What you? are you talking about? Yeah, I, I feel like you're you're pushing me towards some uncomfortable stuff. You look, just you told look, me that's learning. Look, yeah, you brought up Robin Williams, one of your favorite comedy heroes. Let's do, let's let's take, you know, not. just do one of the other characters from his movie The Birdcage and and do strike as that. Don't do him obviously, but do one of his Lane or do Fossey Fossey Fo- you know that whole yeah. bit. Right. Yeah. Strike. Okay. Okay. There. Flashbacks to the dog catcher. So you, you're not going to be an impression guy. You're not going to be an impression. That's guy. not and that's not, you know. And that's okay. What's fresh, you know? What are there not any jokes about? Look for a vacuum. I mean, you want to be the guy who's got a unique voice. Pat made his bones doing jokes about stuff nobody was talking about in those days. You know? He really went out on a limb and just said, like, hey, there's a hole here. People are not doing. I'm going to fuck this hole. Yeah. He's going to fuck the hole. People aren't doing jokes about having sex with something. Mm Mm-hmm. And Pat said, maybe I could do that. I was doing jokes like, my dick is big, your dick is small. Okay? I was doing uh, politicians. What's up with these guys? What the fuck? You know, they got, they got no morals. Uh, I was the first one to do Trump's orange. Because mm-hmm. you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I keep it fresh still. Commander in Cheeto. Uh-oh. That's Pat. That's Pat. Is he... <laughs> Okay. Do you follow politics? We're just trying to find what your strength yeah. is. Yeah, just I mean, for yeah, read the paper. A it of. just yeah. seems kind of like, yeah. What's some good material? Hey, how about history? Yeah, how about history? Book? Anything can be material. Some material there, war and stuff, famous sex. Who's freaking? Who's doing having sex with a freaking a hole in a wall or Winsky. whatever? Because it's not. And but political, you, you just seem to be a blank. Your impressions are coming off racist. And your personal stories, like the one where you were up in the tree with the zookeeper. That I wasn't mean, a personal story. You guys asked me to tell a joke. You were not the man in that story? That was not me. No, I was not the zookeeper. I was not the no. the guy who had the tree in his backyard. Well, that certainly explains okay. the lack of detail and specificity mm-hmm. that a good joke would have. What's your take on the Lewinsky thing? Like, what's your angle on Lewinsky it? Lewinsky gate. At long last. Okay, that was a, a really long time ago. And I know you don't want to do a song parody about it, but this is something I notice a lot. Ken Starr rhymes with cigar. I mean, they That's did a little do bit of a head they start. Did do now, a song parody. I, now I'm not going to be um, there to hold your hand, but uh, what was it? Uh, Monica number five. It was like Mambo number five, but they replaced mm-hmm. it with Monica Lewinsky. 
But what is that Monica? What does Monica number five mean? There's only one Monica. Yeah. I mean, it would be easier to do one off of that, like uh, Born in the USA thing you were doing. Right. Yeah, but they're kind of from, I think the reason they did Monica number five was because Mambo number five was a very popular song during the Monica Lewinsky scandal. So mm-hmm. those two things happen to happen at the same mm-hmm. time. Born in the USA was from 10 years earlier, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't really made sense to use that song. Mm-hmm. Sing me Born in the USA, including the phrase, come eat dress. Okay. Um, just throw in cummy dress. I thought I was clear. Yeah, okay. I mean, Sean, can I ask you another question? Or like, down in hey. a dead man hey. town. Cummy dress. Cummy dress. Mm-hmm. Gonna hit the ground. Sean, that was better. Yeah, and what I'm finding is when that he actually stops, when he stops asking, wait, you want me to do this? Do you <laughs> yeah. want me to say coming dress? And he actually says coming dress? Yeah. I'm finding it to be comedic. Pat. Yeah. Here's a tip for dealing with me. If I ask do you, you to do comedic? something. Comedic, right? Comedic. You can't even say the word. Comedy. I know Comedy? that. Yeah. Comedy? Comedy? <laughs> Sounds stupid, right? He's laughing. Dumb. You know, you're going to be around people who are very funny and... Bing, bing, bing. Mm -hmm. Three of us. Yeah, three right now. And you're going to be in conversations like this and Mm -hmm. you're going to want to pick your spot to interrupt and try to top them and one-up them. Let's say you're hanging out with Alec Baldwin and Tom Hanks, funniest guys in the world. Well, Two of my best friends. Really? Even though I'm very shy. Those guys are so funny. But if you want to earn their respect, you want Alec to sort of, you know, tip the cap to you, you better cut him off and slam in with fucking cummy dress or any of the good jokes that we talked about. That's that's your best thus far. So if it's like, hey, I'd like you to meet Alec Baldwin and Tom Hanks. I'd go right into Born in the Cummy Dress. I'd go right into it. Because you, you got to leave with your best stuff. And as of right now, that's it. Are you comfortable with this sexy material? And do you, you know, I, I, are you familiar with some of the stuff that we're talking about? I'm, I'm, no, I'm not really that familiar with it. It's, yeah, seems- have you had. Do you want to talk about some of your oh, sexual experiences? Am I familiar exp- with se- sex? Some of your sexual yes, experiences? Yes, I've had sex okay. before. Well, look. Because that, the storytelling. That's half the comedy specials on, on, on uh, Netflix, on everything. It, people talking about their sexual experiences. If you've had sex, tell us about it. Yeah. Tell us about the most recent time you had sex. What was the, yeah. what was the girl's name? We'll Just start with the basics. Yeah. So I the girl's name first and last. I don't feel comfortable at the most recent girl I've slept with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First and last name. First and no, last I'm not going to tell if you. If you can't tell us the basic information like her first and last name, I don't know where we're mm-hmm. going with Yeah, it. but that is. Comedy's in the details. But there's a privacy issue there that I don't mm-hmm. want to. I hope not. And your private life goes out the window. You become a writer. A, 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 Nora Ephron. Right. The great journalist, I mean, more than a journalist, but whose mother was a journalist as well, had a saying, everything is copy. Mm -hmm. And what she meant was, copy everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Do a Chris Rock impression, you know? 
Tell us the first and last name of the girl you had sex with. I don't think right because that's, what that's she copy. Had. So I mean, copy it. Copy is like the, the subject of a story in the paper. A story in the paper. You think you do a story in the paper about the girl you most recently had sex with and leave her first and last name out? That's copy. What did her breasts look like? How about I give you a a, a fake How name? How about you tell me what her breasts look like? Like I asked. <laughs> they look great. Great. She had great breasts. Okay. 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 Well, that's a little crass. So you're saying you got to, hey, it's the, it's the Bang Rajman uh, stand-up special. You get up on stage and you go, uh, I dated, I was dating this girl. I'm not going to tell you her first and last Don't name. Don't know her name. And yeah. she had great breasts. You think yeah. this audience is laughing? So the camera's first trained all, on the audience to see their laughter. You can make up a name. You first just, of all, know yeah. when not to answer somebody's question. Pat's asking you that. You shouldn't actually describe this. I mean, that's a it's a little, private, it's a little, it's crass. A little crass. Especially when you told us her first and last name. You know what I mean? It's like, this girl's a human being. And this is some of the stuff that's going on now is like, let's treat her with a little respect. We don't know this girl. Brett doesn't know her, I don't think. Brett? Brett, you know this girl? He uh, doesn't. It's starting yeah, to feel well, like maybe Brett knows her about as like well as Brett might know Bang her a little does. better. Yeah, hey, there's I know. no I way. There's no way? There's no way. There's Whoa. no way? Why Why you say no way? I mean, I guess there's a, there's a slight You're saying chance. You, you pull a different kind of gal than Brett? Or? No, it's just the odds that we would happen to sleep with the same person, I would say, are, are low. You don't know me. Exactly. I mean, we don't kind of run in the same circles, so I, I don't mm-hmm. think you would meet her, and I just don't think it's possible. Gelson's? That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you shop there? I shop at Gelson. Yeah, yeah okay. I see Brett there as well. Can I help you out, Bay? Go for it. The little I know about you mm. and what you are able to sort of talk about skillfully, I think you want to create a pretty narrow brand. In fact, a pretty slender brand. I think you should be a slender man comic. <laughs> Hello. This is something not that's that not coming. out there. You didn't see it coming, and that's why it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a surprise, so it's funny. It's fun. And then you think about it. And then, and then you take some time to think about it. So maybe what you want to do is, because you want to go so dark, and you were hoping I would kill Brett with the water. Now we know like, why. Yeah, your girlfriend, who doesn't think of you as her boyfriend, but you do think she's your girlfriend. And you want to go dark, maybe operate in an area of darkness that we're already comfortable, which is, which is the slender man and maybe do some jokes about, and it's actually factors into the joke you already told us about the zookeeper and the monkey, because the slender man, of course, uh, is known for shooting people with a gun. And if he does get you alone, he will freaking blow your brains out. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I, I see those, that smile curling up. Mm-hmm. I think, I and think you're you starting might. to get some ideas. I just thought, I always thought of Slenderman as more of like a slasher, maybe like he possessed people to do things or he kind of. I, I, Anything can be funny. Mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger was a slasher. He had hilarious jokes. Mm-hmm. Remember when he brought that TV down on that girl's head and he goes, welcome to primetime, bitch. That's very funny. That was, that's funny as hell, man. Maybe try saying that, but have Chris Rock do it. I don't want to be accused of being racist or offensive again. And I think you're you're kind of only giving me 
people to do impressions of that are uh, a different race than I am. And it's, but they're, you know, but, they're but, just people though, yeah, right? People. Why are, you're the one making that dividing line. Yeah, that's yeah. what they really sound like. I mean, you know, comedy is truth mm. as well as surprise. If you can surprise me with the truth and lie to me, do you know about irony? I think so. Yes. So, you know, something ironic I might do, you know, as I'll go like, Hey, bang, you're having a really great class. And Brett started to laugh a little bit. We're all laughing off mic, but, <laughs> you know, we're having some fun. <laughs> and it sort of acknowledges the truth by doing a big lie. Yeah. Okay. Again, it, it seems a lot more judgmental here this time around than, than it has in the past. I, I don't even feel like I'm giving. You're not giving. No. You're taking our time and our energy. Let's say you get on stage, you just grab the mic and you go, hey, the Beetlejuice man is so scary, man. When he was humping that great stone, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you're you know dressed I mean? as the Slender Man. And it's truth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It seems weird that I'm dressed as the Slender Man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Or am I just. You go, hey, you go, hey, that's my time. I've been the bye bye man. Thanks. Bye bye. I like that. You know what I mean? Uh, and I'm dressed as the Slender Man. You're dressed as the Slender Man, yeah. And I'm doing jokes about Beetlejuice, man. Stresses Slender Man, and then I say I'm Bye Bye Man. Heady stuff, dog. Heady stuff. Okay. Okay. That's a good, that's a good. You um, want to talk about props? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about props. Again, I, I didn't really want to do any sort of stand-up performance comedy? stand-up comedy. Yeah. But that's okay, what you're well, doing. So I'm a, I am a showrunner. <laughs> I am an EP. You bump into me on this. You've been here with me for two hours. Haven't certainly haven't dazzled me in any way, but let's say we bump into each other on an elevator. Sure. I can picture it. I need you to pitch me a show. Before We're going from floor one to floor 14. That's okay. a nice long time. Pitch me a show. Okay. Um, first, how are you going to be dressed? Not like this. I will say we're already on the fifth floor. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll have like a button down shirt on probably. Pick jeans. a lane, man. Pick a lane. Button down in jeans. As a, I, I like to say, yeah, you're neither fish nor fowl yeah. if you dress like that. You wear, you wear a jaunty hat, you wear, something to make you stand out. You're a piece of the furniture otherwise. But, I see. Wait, wait a minute, a comedy writer in a, in a flannel shirt and jeans. Ooh. Crazy. Th- I mean, my you, stars. You're one in a minute. You're, you're nothing. Tucks and tails or burlap sacks. Exactly right. Okay, great. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, I'll have a define tux, yourself. I'll have a tux and tail, a tails uh, outfit on, and a top hat and a cane. And you can afford that? Uh, maybe I can rent one. Rent it before you get on the elevator. We're on yeah. the eleventh floor. Okay. On the, yeah, and it's close. Okay. So I rented it. I rented my tux and tails and my full getup. Why aren't you pitching on. me? Twelfth yeah. um, floor. We okay. know what you're dressed as. Go ahead. The door opens, and I ask if it's going up or down. Boo. If I'm being honest. Three picture deal. If I'm being honest, it's going down. Okay. um, uh, I I have a show idea. I brought it up to Sean last week. It's about um, a kid who uh, is lost in the woods and has to survive uh, and make it in, in the woods by himself. He keeps talking about this shit. What's funny about that? What are you talking about? I guess it really happened to him. He got, he got lost in the, in the woods. woods. He lived in the woods for eight or nine months by himself. Is this where you saw that monkey? 
that you were talking about? Earlier? That is not my story, and that's a joke that I, I just kind of remembered off the top of my head. That this actually like did happen to me, and um, you know, I think it wouldn't be a full comedy, but I think it does have some potential for some funny moments in there. What's timing, Ben? What's timing? Timing is is it knowing when to laugh? It's knowing when to hit What's a punchline and. Wrong timing is everything. Sure. Is it knowing when to pause? Yeah. Yeah, is it? Timing? Yeah, yeah. Is it everything? Yes. Is timing is everything, Mike? I agree that timing is everything. I think we've been through that. It's when to pause. It's everything. And? And a surprise? Why are you pointing at the water? And surprise, right? And the truth, uh uh-huh. And irony, are we starting to see a pattern here? No. Doing the opposite, switching, right? Jenna Rollins. Doing a joke. Jenna Rollins. Props. A script can have props. You think prop comedy, imagine you're reading a script, and I'll give this away for free, but you're working on one about this robot. He wants to be a country music singer, but he's programmed to drink piss. It's destroying his human vocal cords. Right. So you, you realize got, that's already so I mean, so much funnier than what you, you pitched me. A kid lost in the woods is sad. Okay. Well a uh, robot drinking piss, I I'm holding my sides. Okay, because mm-hmm. I didn't think that you your original intention wasn't for that to be funny, right? It's a drama. Well, I let I let the audience interpret my work as they well, you know, I, once I get well, it I out there, I, I divorce me. myself from it. Uh, I know Pat's the kind of guy, he's so fucking twisted and fucked up and such a shy creative that he's going to be able to find humor in a lot. Sorry. But I guy, was drinking a glass of piss on the way over. A guy, <laughs> <laughs> I, the, and so the guy is going in to use the, use the robot, you know, which is sort of the toilet in this world. And, uh, you might just write, like, uh, the guy walks in. But I might write, the guy walks in, and he's eating a big book. <laughs> okay? So now we've got some prop humor in there. Uh-huh. So you're the, you going, I don't want to perform on stage. No, man. Just be a fucking writer. But write some funny shit. That's what you're not doing. Writing funny shit? Yeah. yeah. Or saying funny shit. Yeah, dude. Okay, and again, this is supposed to be a judgment-free zone. Obviously, it's a judgment-free zone. Why don't you recap what you've learned today? Mm-hmm. That might help if you just vocalize what you've learned. And go ahead and lay it out to us. I, I, judgment-free zone. Um, don't be mean towards people. Don't be. You don't want to kill anybody in your jokes. Hey, you'd be mean to President Trump. Mm-hmm. Not my president. Okay. Um, Which is pretty funny, too. Irony, timing, mm-hmm. surprise. Mm-hmm. Do the opposite, yeah. Do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Drink water with your dick. In the, yeah, in put the your cup. dick in the water in front of everybody. Yeah, drink water with your dick. Go, man, he's thirsty today. Uh, yeah, I, I learned all that stuff. I think I got it. I know you don't. Hey, if you're just joining us, isn't it? I'm Sean Clemens. I'm here with Patrick Walsh, and this is the Menster Class and and Bang Raj Band. Pat, thank you so much. So sorry we wasted so much of your time. I, I think what we're going to do is probably steer away from the comedic side of this stuff. That's not your thing. 
That's not and it's thing. and that's always good to know is just find out. Yeah. Hey, you know. And I, I think I said at the beginning, hey, maybe find something you're shitty at, you suck shit at, and try to do that, and it'll be funny to see you try. But if that thing is comedy, that's probably the one exception, right? Yeah. Because if you're not maybe the best singer, yeah, I'm kind of okay. But and you go to do a funny version of singing, right. like Corn in the USA. Uh, that is very funny but if you're not the best comedian and you try to do a funny version of comedy and be bad at it that's probably we found sort of the exception that proves the rule so let's just steer away from comedy I know you wanted to be a comedic writer no, and crush no. it in a writer's room and uh, be able to do funny story yes he's got you doing it now he did he it's got it in it. my head yeah you know, lesson learned. Um, I need to protect myself in these scenarios, and uh, I'm so mad I said it wrong, and I will be screaming at myself in the mirror after this. Um, so you're a comedian, because I am, uh, and uh, comedian. <laughs> it's very troubling that you guys do that. I, I, Thanks for listening to Masterclass, uh, and later, Skitter Masterclass, do it to it. Hollywood Masterclass is a Stitcher original and a production of Midroll Media. Our executive producers are Chris Bannon and Jenny Radelet. Music and sound by Brett Morris. Hold up. 